and welcome back to another episode of SCMS Speakers. I am Natya Kapila. I'm Adora Sequeira, and we will be hosting this week's episode. Today, we are in conversation with Mr. Arpit Gupta, founder CEO of My Daily Meal. My Daily Meal is a health and fitness supplement startup, which we would be talking about more in today's episode. Without any further ado, let's get started. Hello, Arpit. We're so happy to have you with us today. How are you doing? Hey, Nitya. Hey, Adora. Thanks for inviting. I'm doing great. Thank you for hosting me. Um, it's lovely to have you here, Arpit. Okay. So first of all, uh, I feel like our listeners would like to know exactly what My Daily Meal is. So please tell us a little about your company. So My Daily aims at solving lifestyle problems for users. Now, when we are speaking about lifestyle problems, we are talking about disorders such as thyroid, PCOS, weight management, skincare, and more. Our goal is to help solve these problems easily, efficiently, and for long term. Right? We have solutions that help people twofold. One, on one side, we have carefully crafted foods, which have the right mix of mineral vitamins, macros that are necessary for the respective condition. Uh, these could be simple to have teas, meal shakes, proteins, and tablets, for example. On the other hand, we provide expert guidance with each pack. So a certified nutritionist will also work very closely with you, help you with small but impactful changes in your diet, and will make sure that you see desired results easily and efficiently. Right, that's very interesting. So, Arpit, what caught your interest in the health and lifestyle space? Was it that you identified a market gap, or was it like a result of some personal motivation? I think first thing is that overall, this market is huge. We are speaking about nearly twenty-five percent of women suffering from PCOS in the eighteen to thirty-eight group, or more than thirty percent of folks yeah. have thyroid imbalance at one point or another. In fact, to give you some quick statistics, right? More than 24% of urban population is overweight right now. And the first fact is to establish that the overall market is actually very big, right? Now, second thing which we kind of led us to my daily is uh, understanding that there's a big gap in terms of the problem and the current solutions, right? Now, when you're trying to uh, kind of structurally solve a particular problem, right? You need to go step by step you need to understand the root cause of these problems the type of solutions what kind of users or what kind of solutions are people looking forward to so when we were kind of digging deep into this particular segment we realized that you know there are primarily two types of solution in this market one is a product based solution for example like you know you must have heard that you know why don't you have this weight loss pill and this should help me reduce weight or you know if you have pcos you know start having this particular drink it will help you reduce your pcos so one is the product yes. kind of an angle to it and then second is more service kind of an angle for example you know okay i am getting i'm gaining a little bit weight let me go to a dietitian or let me go to a doctor probably start following a diet plan and probably do it so there were primarily two approaches one is a product and a service both of these had a lot of bottlenecks or a lot of constraints so for example like you know just product is you know not customized to your particular problem you know weight gaining could be because of multiple reasons why you are gaining weight is very specific to your body type so there were no customized product uh, second problem with the product kind of a solution is that these are not used optimally so for example if you are having a green tea and you are thinking that you know this will help you reduce weight but you are having it in the wrong manner adding a lot of sugar or say having it at a wrong time it will not give you the desired results right on the service angle the major problems is like you know when you go to a dietitian they will give you a diet plan which is drastically different 
from your current diet or lifestyle you know they will change everything from your waking time to sleeping time to what you are eating how much water you are drinking as a result you will give up soon so we kind of realize that you need both of these things but in the right balance and that is what we realize that you know my daily aims are so one is we have the right functional foods which we call uh, it internally which are the right balance of macros and micros and we couple them with a simple but very impactful personal guidance so yeah this this is how we kind of structure moved ahead with solving that particular problem sure right so um alpit you are an engineer from iit and you've done your mba from isc all of these like really prestigious institutes so um how would you say that you know experience from these institutes helped you in starting your own business i think i think this, the experience definitely helped so both of these backgrounds right. kind of help you establish a baseline that is helpful to build a business from scratch so for example you know while doing engineering it's like you know you are a little data oriented you, you you know you have a tech background you kind of understand things when you're trying to build a solution uh sure. for example on the on the management side it's more about knowing bit of everything and then you know running experiments in much more calculated manner for example like you know identifying the market building your solution taking it to the users the marketing angle to it and then of course there is an ops angle there is a finance angle to you know setting up the right team setting up the right company so i would say both of these things helped a lot and apart from uh, i think the functional knowledge part of it i think both of these institutes or academies have a big amount of alum network as well which is really helpful for you to kind of you know run experiments talk to people understand more about the business get more insights around this so yeah i think it was really helpful right so it was a good concoction for the business then yeah so how long did it take you to go from ideation to the development of the final product was it the process like how was the process like when you're speaking about mydeli there are two primary product products one is the foods which we are talking about right for example specific product range for thyroid or pcos or weight management or skin care so normally these have a little different life cycle it starts from understanding users need you know what exactly doing a bit of research on the formulation part like you know what kind of macros or what kind of mineral vitamin balance you need what kind of a base you need you need a protein base you need a ayurvedic base for example uh so this normally takes anywhere between 4 to 6 months for the first few products but once we have identified the right suppliers the right consultants who kind of help us to get the formulations we can speed up to you know literally uh, a month to two month is when we can move from an ideating to final packaging and testing it out on our website the second product of mydeli is a more tech oriented product this is where we are talking about our personal guidance bit so we have built our own internal in-house systems which help nutritionists and users to manage that guidance part of it this is more like an agile process so for example every week or every 10 days we release a new feature which kind of helps our nutritionists and our users to engage better to track the progress better or to make sure that the users are following so yeah this is this is how it is right very interesting to know that so like as everybody knows starting your own business can be you know it requires a lot of planning ahead and everybody knows that sales is the most aspect to any business so you know could you tell us just give us some insights into the distribution model of your business since we noticed that you're selling through your website and also through third party websites so how does all of that work right uh, that's an interesting question you know 
ideally can be identified as a D2C brand. D2C means direct to customers, right? So the distribution plan is primarily online. When you're speaking about online, there are two major aspects to it. One is the marketplaces, which you mentioned third-party websites such as Amazon, Flipkart, Nike, Mintra, etc. So this becomes a very important channel, of course. The second is, you know, your own website, you're building your own community, which finally gets you a lot of orders or a lot of transactions. So now these are the two primary aspects of it. Now, the underlining the horizontals for your distribution channel are, of course, your online strategies, which is, you know, marketing, branding. So, for example, your Facebook marketing, your social media marketing in general, uh, your emailing, your SMS marketing. And then, of course, recently, there's a lot of social commerce or an influencer angle coming to it. So, brands such as ours wants to make sure that we have a loyal user base via these social commerce and influencer channels as well. So, I would say primary channel is online then you can further divide it into marketplaces and your own website. And then there is a horizontal, which is, you know, driving the right traffic to both of these channels via your marketing, social, other channel acquisition channels and influencer marketing. Yes, that's actually very insightful. Yeah. So Arpit, your business also has these meal replacement supplements and meal, uh, meal replacement shakes, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, yeah, we do have. Yeah, right. So in general, like in the market, I feel like meal replacement is sort of a controversial subject. So, you know, and your business is, that's like one of the main products of your business. So how did you manage to, you know, remove that stigma uh, around your main product? And like, how do you cope up with that? Fair question. So I'll, I'll tell you kind yes. of our experience to it. So, you know, we have been, we were in fact, one of the first one to launch India diet or India RDA specific meal replacement shakes. Now, when we say Indian RDA, that means, you know, what an Indian needs in a particular diet in terms of how much protein, fiber, or fats or carbs and distribution of mineral vitamins. And we kind of, if you look at it in US, this meal replacement is a 15 year old product, right? Uh, Overall, globally, this is around an $11 billion market growing at a modest rate of eight and a half percentage. Now, but when it comes to India, right, we, there was a whole lot of apprehension, like, you know, how could you replace a meal with, with mm-hmm. a shake? Like, you know, I am accustomed to eating my meal with rice, roti, sabzi, sure. dal, bit yeah. of it, and it, it was really very difficult. It was a big step for us. Now, there are a few ways to do it. First thing is, first way is to kind of go the benefit way, like, you know, where you slowly and gradually start educating users about the benefit of the products, how this meal replacement kind of helps you with the right balance or how this particular meal shake is helping you solve your weight loss issues or thyroid issues kind of thing. One is slowly and gradually start educating people about it. Now, there are ways to do it, online channels, building a community, having a 24-hour open WhatsApp channel, for example, to answer each and every query. And that is why we started giving a diet consultation with each product because we understood that people had a lot of doubts, right? So that is one way to do it. Second is in general acceptance from the user, right? Uh, So these, there were obviously a set of people who are the early adopters. I don't know, people who are happily accepting it. Now, these are your first word of mouth as well. So for example, we have users who have been buying our meal shakes continuously for last three years, every month, right? These are users who are, who have kind of complete faith in our product, have seen results. So they help you to get out, reach out to more users. And then uh, slowly and gradually, then there are a set of people who try it for once. Like, you know what, let me try it for one week, see what kind of results I get. And that is when your quality of product or quality of formulation becomes important. So uh, to summarize, I think one is, you know, how do you market it well? 
one way is to obviously keep a open mind open helpline for people to reach out uh, to oh, them yeah. and second is identify your topmost users and slowly and gradually build on that while we uh, i think a big learning for us was that easily what is happening across the us and china is not translating to indian market when it comes to food yeah. so uh, mm-hmm. obviously we were expecting that the meal replacement market will be very big in india in 5 years but it wasn't that big people took time and even now there are big chunk of segment which is apprehensive about it but slowly yeah. and gradually once you educate them about the benefits they are open to it right so it's been a tough journey but it's going well then yeah 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 and i think uh, you know once you understand that you know meal shake is stuff then you start launching categories of products which people easily accept for example tea for example yeah. high protein cookies things like this yeah so you have to innovate on both the ends right i even saw some chocolate cake recipes on your page and i was little shocked and i was like this is meal replacement but with chocolate cake that is really interesting yeah so, so so the thing is how you market relocate you don't want to have the meal shake directly okay why don't you make a smoothie out of it or why don't you add this batter to your sure. existing cake batter and make a high protein thing things like this yeah right. so talking about your experience you have a lot of corporate exposure in the domain of product management in the past Do you think this experience yeah. added value when you started building your own business? Oh, absolutely, a lot. I think um, when you take a step back and try to understand what product management in Indian internet companies mean, I think they have a varying set of responsibilities and goals. But everything starts from understanding the user. So, for example, I worked at Cleartrip and Practo both, and uh, while they are completely different companies, one is into you know healthcare. making solutions for both doctors and users other is kind of an e-commerce for travel but the fundamental work of product manager is to you know understand the user understand their needs their pain points and to create build or keep on improving a product that adds value to the user right now when yes. you kind of do this thinking this once you kind of get that structured thinking right it's very easy for you to start going about solving another problem so this experience kind of helped me a lot while starting my daily right we we kind of had a clear idea that you know there are set of users which we want to target these set of users have these kind of pain points these set of users have these kind of habits these users are yeah. present across these kind of channels so everything from our packaging to our product to our taste to our marketing campaigns kind of starts taking shape from our understanding of users this i think product management helped us a lot i think another interesting angle of product management in general is that it's not just about creating new new products every time it's also about taking that product to the user are users using it in the right manner efficiently or not so this kind of also mean there is an acquisition or a marketing angle to it so this gives a lot of exposure to um, like you know how to reach out to users effectively which was very helpful when it comes to uh, building d2c brands such as mydaily yeah yeah So you were running your previous startup along with having a full-time corporate job as well. So both these things are time and effort heavy tasks. So could you tell us about how your experience or learning that you gain juggling with with these two uh, things together? So I would answer it openly but this is more specific to you know my use case. You know when you are juggling both of these things one is that you need to manage your time really well. so uh, and yes. second is the uh, the quality of work should not get hampered at both the things apart from your corporate job or apart from the job which you are doing there are you know say if you are dedicating 10 hours out of 24 to your particular job then you still have 14 hours out of which you say 7 hours you sleep you still have 7 hours now out of those 7 hours you need to start taking out specific bit of time and dedicate it towards your idea 
right? Uh, and obviously, then there are weekends where you can dedicate much more time. Now, one is the time management angle. The second is uh, like you know identifying clear action items, task items on both the fronts. I think corporate is pretty clear. Like you know, when you go, you have a certain amount of job responsibilities which you need to do on a daily basis. While it comes to you know working on a, or moonlighting on a startup, along with that, you need to be very ruthless in terms of what you want to do or what you want to achieve in a particular week. So, for example. You know, for my daily, when we were starting off, we had clear-cut weekly goals. For example, uh, we want to do these kind of things in next two weeks so as to reach our next amount of growth or next growth target. So these two aspects make it a little easy. Like, you know, managing your time very effectively. Like, you know, I'll dedicate two hours a day to my startup. On weekends, I'll dedicate four or five hours a day to that. So that is one. And second is keeping a very ruthless uh, goals and action item and task list for yourself so that you don't miss on them and week on week building on those both of these things so this is i think um we could do obviously there's a personal angle to it balancing like, you know, them yeah that, that becomes important i agree right <laughs> so as everybody knows you know starting your own business it's super stressful and you know people sometimes tend to overlook how having your own company can be a bit you know mentally exhausting as well for the person and you know on top of all of that my lady started its operations right before the pandemic hit so it was like that situation stressful for you and you know were there some challenges and how did you cope up with all of that yeah i think i'll be very frank with you guys of course it was stressful like you know so, you have yeah. uh, taken a bet on few things like you know that this is your plan yeah. for next 6 months uh, if everything goes normal you you obviously have to plan a little bit in terms of financial aspect of it both company and both personally so uh, obviously it was stressful especially like you know it the the idea of the the implementation of lockdown in march 2020 was very very immediate <laughs> like you know you just had 6 yeah. hours of hang time so uh, i think it was stressful no doubt but i think what uh, helped us during that time was uh, i think we we realized that you know one and a half month or uh, whatever the indefinite time of lockdown there is no sales like we we were first we kind of got comfortable with the fact that era sare all the online channels are closed you know there was restriction on e-commerce amazon flipkart were closed uh, the deliveries were completely closed so we know that we have month and a half to kind of work on things which we want to do for next one year that was one second was kind of reading a lot talking to a lot of people and trying to figure out how the market will shape up in 2020 and further right so these were the two things one we wanted to use the time very effectively and second was we wanted to more and more know and understand about ki how would the market be shaping out so what uh, i think to give you an example right what we did was before that we had a team of nutritionist we have a very one two people sales and marketing team and we all used to work in a small kind of a one room office we realized that you know this work from office thing will not be working in in probably coming time so we dedicated those month and a half and we built processes and our tech system to seamlessly transition to a work from home model for all our nutritionists that was the step one which which kind of is still very very it's it was a very big step for us and it really helped us a lot in last year and a half second was uh, like you know uh, taking the that level of communication that level of motivation or team building 
to a work from home kind of a level as well we spoke to a lot of leaders we spoke to a lot of people in you know how to effectively implement that and we inculcated a lot of things in those uh, thing as well so uh, i think <laughs> cutting it short if you want to cope up with a stressful situation the thing is to just calm down and probably think what are how you can use your time best speak to a lot of people if to gather insights to understand how the market will shape up and then third is to believe in yourself and start implementing things which you have thought of and uh, be agile yaar like you know don't take a very large bets ki nahi next two years this is what we'll do let me dedicate six months to build this i think probably i am not mature enough to think that far long so i'll take take smaller bets be fast in terms of implementation and keep shipping out keep shipping products out yeah yeah pandemic was definitely a setback for everyone anyways the last yeah, so last week uh, in terms um, of at least for uh, i'm i'm so sorry to cut you down it was a setback in no terms problem. of you know what will happen but uh, what it did good to us was a lot of it accelerated the d2c market in general like you know people are now much more comfortable buying online and uh, not they are much more comfortable trusting smaller brands as well so i think it it was a blessing in disguise for us as well like you know it kind of indirectly helped accelerating our growth yeah great so how do you see the health and food industry especially the concept of meal replacement evolving in the next few years i'll, I'll answer this question more from an online angle one is that you know india in general is opening up to the d2c or direct to customer uh, aspect of it specifically nutrition and wellness brands in india uh, across categories so this means people are trusting smaller brands people are much more open to trying uh, you know new products which kind of help them so this is this is one thing which is generally growing second is uh, people are much more open to transparent nutrition now so for example you know while you we were discussing the meal replacement shake i was telling that there are obviously people are much more educated people are much open to trying things out so uh, so transparent nutrition as in uh, trying things which are not that obvious for example i am not giving you a roti which is which will help you lose weight but i am giving you a shake or i am giving you this particular effervescence tablet which will help you so or functional nutrition which we would like to call it this is something which is in general growing uh, so this means that you know the concept of meal replacement shake or cons- concept of non traditional foods are evolving and people are much more open to it so how uh, we see it is that uh, you know the d2c market in india is expected to be 100 billion dollar in around next four and a half years around 2025 out of which around 20 dollars is fmcg which is of course uh, health and wellness food beverages etc so this is growing at a great uh, like a really good great accelerated specifically by the pandemic so i see uh, the industry growing a lot more more and more brands coming up which are targeting specific niche problems are innovating on the product part not just on the distribution channel part and at the same time people becoming much more accepting of the fact that you know nutrition can be uh, consumed in multiple formats and not just your traditional format so i think i think it's, a, it's an exciting time for uh, health and food industry in general uh, specifically online yeah oh that's really insightful so the future seems bright for your industry thank you all for taking out the time and having this candid conversation with us it was a pleasure to have you here thank you arpit i hope you had a good time 
sharing your journey with us today. It was my pleasure, Adora and Nitya. I want to thank you guys again for having me. I, I think it was a great conversation. I hope I was able to add some value to it. Thank you so much. You totally did. So this was Mr. Arpit talking to us about his startup. We hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. See you next week, same place, same time. In the meanwhile, have a great day and stay safe.